Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. Here we are again, episode 23 of the Love Island Australia season one. And where would you like to start today? I think it's just the, the aftermath of everything that's gone on with Erin and Eden, Dave, because it seemed to G up a few other people within the villa. Uh, there's a few I want to call out, but um, yeah, I think that... the. the I'm presuming we're going to maybe get Grant and Taylor do that at some point because I don't think Taylor's going to be not happy that they're not a proper item. You know what? I, I think, <laughs> uh, what was it the narrator said? I, I didn't write down what he actually said, but it was something along the lines of, you know, they've declared themselves boyfriend and girlfriend. Uh, these are my words, not his, but uh, about five weeks after they started shagging. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think, Chris, we're just far too cynical for this because I think some other people will be all taken in by the romance and all of that stuff. But, like I say, the fucking narrators got it. They started fucking five fucking weeks ago and now they've decided their boyfriend and girlfriend. It's just nonsense to me. And as you know, and long, our long-term listeners, I tried it out. Didn't fucking work for me. Don't think I'll be doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> cynicism ramped up to 11 again but um yeah. it did have a, an effect on the rest of the villa didn't it you know so quite a lot of people just thinking about their own situation and you know all being a bit somber and you know millie in particular was getting quite upset wasn't she and saying you know the people in the villa aren't her type of people and you know you could see I think Jackson, who I'm sure we'll talk about more a bit later, you know, he just craves that affection. So, you know, he's all happy for them. And, you know, Teddy is an interesting little bromance that was developing there, wasn't it, between Teddy and Jackson. And Teddy's trying to say to him, you know, take charge a little bit more. You know, Shelby seems to want that. But that, that didn't go well for him either. But, Chris, what did you make to Grant's stroking technique with the cat? What the fuck was he trying to do there? I don't know. I've never stroked my fucking cat like that, Dave. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, he, he, he does some unusual stuff at times, Grant, doesn't he? He just seems to be in a world of his own. He, he's a very interesting. He's a, I like him, but he's, some of the stuff he does is classic. Great, uh, and, and that is, I, I didn't realise what his second name was, but that's crap. Grant Crap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's got ripped for that all his fucking life. Fucking hell. No wonder he's built like a brick shit house because you fucking have to be, don't you, carrying that name. But fair play to him. You know, I, I'm not sure I could, I think I'd be rushing to change mine, but no, fair play to him. No, he, he definitely got um, Jackson and Teddy laughing quite a lot. But again, I like how, you know, between the narrator and basically the producers of this, Love Island, uh, Australia just take the piss so they're putting the old Spanish subtitles on aren't they to the cat and it's like you're laughing hyenas there what was it I, I'd have voted for Cassidy or something like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> just taking the piss <laughs> uh, that genuinely had me laughing that Chris and it, it was good after all the kind of drama and then like I say the the kind of 
uh, vomit-inducing boyfriend and girlfriend thing with Eden and Erin. I, I just thought that was hilarious. I did. I thought he was absolutely... And you're right, he's on the money, that uh, Owen, and he's the actual narrator. He's really good. I think I think what's funny, though, Dave, as well, is you, you see how this went today with the episode and that, but I just think that between Shelby and Dom and some of the guys, because fucking Josh and Eden were at it again early in the episode regarding Jackson and Shelby, is... It's as if they knew they were going to get evicted, even though we didn't find it out until the girls went, you know, on this spa day. It was all leading to that one. They got this free spa day. The guys are all sat around the pool chilling, and where the conversations were led went now. Even to the fact that when they were in the spa, I think Erin brought it up to Shelby, and I'm thinking, well, it's obvious something's going to happen now. You know, mm. it was just too. We'd seen a preview about some guys coming in. It just looked too false for me, that whole setup. But I just think they've done a number on Jackson. I think Shelby wanted a piece of Dom. And instead of admitting it and saying, look, I'm not really into you, she's tried to find fault in anything Jackson's doing, made him feel like shit. And ultimately, he's been fucking booted from the island and, and of the island, from you know, well, the villa. I, I just think, it, I, I can't see what he's done wrong. I just think they've all been fucking sort of singling him out. It's just really, really bizarre. Yeah, and I don't disagree with you. What I'll say is, you know, I think I can imagine, you know, if you're trying to chill out, you know, if you're a bit knackered, Jackson's got so much energy, but just sometimes at the wrong times. So, you know, you could tell Shelby was knackered when she went to bed. And he's like jumping around like a little schoolboy, you know, he's like wanting to talk and stuff. It's like, I'm fucking knackered. Just give it a rest, for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? So I think I can imagine that in that pressure cooker environment, it could be a little bit annoying. But it did seem to be that Shelby just went full 180 on him because he he didn't remember what a favourite fucking colour was. And fucking hell, Chris, it triggers me that. It's like, oh, fucking hell. (laughs) What nonsense little thing. If If you're genuinely looking for love... And you're going to, like, base... Because she said it to a few people. You know, her favourite colour's pink, but he asked her what her favourite colour was. Didn't he say it was green or something like that? And and you can see that he is... You see why it is, because his mind is everywhere. So, you know, it's not that he's not listening, but he's thinking about lots of different things at the same time. He seems to have that ball of... He seems to be that bundle of energy that's just kind of everywhere. So I, I thought that was a bit harsh, but also there did seem to be a bit of ganging up on him. And, you know, Dom saying to Shelby that, uh, you know, he, uh, oh no, Josh was talking to Eden. And, you know, again, this fucking little bromance that's developing there. And they're like, oh yeah, fucking Jackson's a total game player. He's just a fucking spiteful twat, Chris. And he just comes across as utterly arrogant to me, that Dom. And yeah, I agree. It, it, it was just annoying, honestly, the way it played out. And the fact that, you know, it looked like Teddy and Jackson were both kind of in the... It, it was going to be one of those two. But the fact that Shelby fucking threw him under the bus, basically, to jettison him out the villa, she knew that, you know, she could get rid of him and then she could move in, you know, move in on Dom. And, yeah, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like the way that played out. No, and I think I think you're right. Dom, for me, Dave, and and I think to a lesser extent, Shelby. She's just like I say, she just picked fault in Jackson to get with Dom. 
Dom's a dick. He's not gonna. He's not gonna stay with her. Whatever happens, whatever you know, we see these bullet. If we do, we see some sort of blistering romance. I don't know. I mean, Max there doing fuck all on toast. She's you know got with him. He's gone for Shelby. As far as I'm concerned, let them both fucking wallow in their own fucking uh, arrogance for me because I don't think she's come out of it nice either. Yeah. And, and I think Ted Teddy, you know, he's friends with Jackson, so he's going to stick up for him. But again. Teddy's a nice bloke, Dave, but he's a fucking non-housemate. He doesn't bring anything to the table. Lovely guy, but just he, he's just there's nothing about the guy. Is there? He's just literally happy just to be sat in the background, fucking doing nothing. So <laughs> he was good with Jackson, but these three housemates there, or four, including Mac, I just if they left now, I'd be like, I don't really give a fuck about you, to be honest. You've brought a lot of nonsense to the villa. Yeah, I, I I quite like Teddy. He seems like a nice enough guy, but he's not had a connection with anyone. You know, he had that brief chat with Millie where, you know, he asked some good questions and she was kind of, you know, slightly interested from that. But then he just seems to trigger her as well, you know. He called her Mill, and she was like, well, first thing, I hate being called Mill. <laughs> yeah. So she was just generally prickly, with him so it's like you know at least he had the the sense about him to say look actually you know what there's nothing happening there so you know he needs to he needs to do something quick i don't quite know what teddy's going to do you know maybe he'll he'll couple up with mac potentially but um yeah i, I don't know i i can't see with the two new blokes coming in he's definitely one at risk you would say um, I would have thought Dom. I, I was surprised Dom's still fucking there, but the, the fact that him and Shelby are new, he'll drop her like fucking anything when someone better looking comes in. Um, so yeah, I, I just think, where's it going to go, Chris? But what did yeah. you make to the old Karma Sutra game? Um, well, I've never heard of the Art of the Tree on Dave anyway. No, or a 68. <laughs> no, you know, no. You know, I was looking at the 68 and I was thinking... Right, and then what? Once you got into position, then what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense, does it? No. It's just random shit that, that, that was made for the game. But I will... I do, I tell you what I don't want to talk about, Dave, actually. And you're right. The game was just one of them nonsense Love Island games that they threw in there, didn't they? A bit of entertainment. Is You know when they were at the spa, the girls, and they were told that they've got to take one of the guys off, right? Mm-hmm. I I don't like the fact that everybody rolled over and tickled the belly of Erin and Taylor because they were like, well, you can't get rid of Grant and you can't get rid of Eden. And obviously you can't get rid of Josh now because he's with Amelia. So the other girls like, all right, they might not be in a serious relationship, but none of them put a fire up and said like, well, yeah, actually I want to keep this, this, this. And it, obviously they, it ended up being Teddy and uh, Jackson with basically the ones who were going to be Jetson, but it was just, it just, for me, I don't like that. I don't like the fact that I think they should be asked to pick separately and then the majority wins sort of thing and, and gets voted up because the, the other girls were just forced upon their opinion, whether they liked it or not. Um, I don't know how I feel about that because it, ultimately it's Love Island, isn't it? So if you're in a, a couple, then you would expect Amelia to fight the corner for Josh, for Erin to fight the corner of Eden, you know, for Taylor to fight the corner of grant so i think it is between everyone else it, it is the vulnerable ones it is the one it, it is the people it is the people great english that dave <laughs> it, 
it's the boys who are kind of, you know, not coupled up. Now, you could argue, well, Jackson and Shelby were coupled up, you know, and they, uh, from that initial date, she seemed to be quite interested in him. But then just within 24 hours, she's fucking switched it off. And so not not only has she gone a bit cold on him, but she's willing to throw him out the villa. I, I, that was the biggest turnaround for me. So, and, you know, Teddy, well, Millie's certainly not got his back. <laughs> you know, Dom, I, I tell you what, Chris, I'm surprised Dom didn't get more of a, a discussion there. So it was definitely Jackson and Teddy in the bottom two. But why is anyone like, Dom's been coupled up multiple times now and shown fuck all interest in anyone really apart from himself. So I don't know why he wasn't more part of the conversation or maybe maybe it was that Shelby was like, well, let's just get rid of Jackson and then I'll defend Dom. I, I think, you know, he could meet someone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Dave. They have the favourites, don't they? And because he's with Eden and Josh now, uh, I think he gets a pass, Dom. But he's just snaky, I think, from what I've seen. I've not. There's nothing that I like about the guy at the moment. He could turn it around. It could be a great bloke, and and within three or four episodes, we're like, you know what? He was just a bit misunderstood. But at the moment, everything he's done, he's very calculated. It's it's like what we said. They're just there, like you say. It's not friend island or anything. It's it's a case of he's there for a fucking holiday. I think he's shown no interest in any of the girls. Shelby's the only one. That he's actually smiled with when he's been sat with him. Most of the time, he's as fucking cute, cool as ice, isn't he? And that's a shit film that day because we reviewed that. It's terrible. Sorry. He just has that air of arrogance for me. And I think, you know, the fact that, you know, he's, he's cracked a bit of a smile now, that just makes it feel calculating to me. You know, he, he's realized that actually I'm under threat here. You know, so I need to I need to do something. I need to change my game a bit. You're not telling me that him and Shelby had this great chat that he didn't have with Cassidy or he didn't have with Millie. I, yeah, I just I agree. I, I, yeah, I'm definitely not on that train. One thing that I'm looking forward to for tomorrow, though, Chris. So we've got um, we had this this these two camps for the boys. We had uh, Eden and Co on one side, and you had Grant and Co on the other. Now Grant's teams lost a player. And, you know, so you, you're just left with kind of Grant and Teddy and Teddy's fairly vulnerable there. So, you know, how is that going to play out? Because we've got these two new boys. So we've got uh, Corey, he's a concreter from Melbourne. Millie's already put a stake in the ground there and said, you know, oh, I want a tradie. Uh, and you've got Mark, who's a model from Sydney. So, you know, it's going to be interesting. You know, is Grant going to make a tactical play there and try and buddy up with him? Or I can see kind of Eden and Dom, you know, trying to get them on on side as well. And it's the dynamic between the boys because you very rarely see them. When it's a proper setup by the producers kind of chat where you've got all the boys together, that's the only time when you see them chatting. When they're left to their own devices and just having chats around the pool and stuff, you've still got those two camps. And so even more than the romance, Chris, I'm looking to see what happens with this because I haven't seen this before in any of the previous seasons. Yeah. I, I can't, you know what, Dave? I can't even really remember to say, which is a good thing because it's new to me. Um, <laughs> for once, Chris is speechless, Dave. I don't, I don't know. 
what to say on that. I, I think I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> not That's why you listen, folks, it. for our in-depth, thoughtful analysis. <laughs> Good old Chris there. Don't worry about it. It's it's not something that you necessarily have to respond to. It's just, it's something that I'm looking for now because, like I say, the sides are imbalanced. I don't quite know where it happened. I do think the the seeds of it were planted with that scrap between uh, Eden and Grant, which I thought at the time was put to bed, but I really don't think it is now. Um, You know, it's just going to be interesting to see where that evolves. And it could be, Chris, it could be as calculating as Grant and Eden both think that the other is a strong contender to win the thing. You know, they're both pretty strong couples. So they might be trying to, you know, rally the troops. I don't know if they're that smart. Um, But, you know, uh, let's see. Let's see. I tell you, I agree. The other thing, Chris, I just wanted to mention. I've said Dom has this air of arrogance around him, which I don't like at all. And I think it was from yesterday's episode because I did see it. It flashed up in my Twitter feed. That conversation, you know, so Josh can can not wind him up, but trick Grant into thinking he's clever. Whereas I think Dom is is a little bit smarter than that. And so when Josh is trying to tell Dom that, no, no, it's demasculating, that's the word, it's demasculating. <laughs> Dom's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I'm pretty sure it's emasculating. And, you know, you can see him thinking, but I was thinking, oh, Josh, you, you need to fucking stop it now. You need to, you need to go back to Grant and wind Grant up because he's gullible. But Dom is a little bit smarter than that, so you need to give this one up. <laughs> Well, fucking demasculating. Is that is that even a word? No, when he said it, didn't he? Oh, in the commentator, he went, nope, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he went, I'm right. That's a word. He went, nope, you're wrong. And that was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was ridiculous. Fucking brilliant. Brilliant. I mean, tell you what, though, Dave, we're going into episode 24 now. So so we are going to be boxed off by about Tuesday next week on this, which is great. Uh, and I, I really, like I said yesterday, we're, I'm putting some stuff together regarding the sort of catch-up side of our last episode for this series. So that'll be good. Just to drop a few thing, things on you regarding what's happened to the island since this finished. So, yep. uh, yeah. And a few people had said that to us as well. You know, we're looking forward to that one. So that'll be good. And like we always say, if you want to contact us, guys, email us at uh, email us cdrealitycast at gmail.com and on Twitter and Instagram it's at cdrealitycast so you have no excuse right David episode 23 in the bag we have light at the end of the tunnel my friend we will have another episode of Labour and Love later on this week as well because there's been a a break this week so uh, once that's back on we'll get that up around about the weekend time and that'll be that's the penultimate episode as well into this week yep yep well, we so, think it is. We, we thought five was the penultimate <laughs> as well, but they, they trickled out two more episodes. So, uh, yeah, yeah, let's see how that one goes. It's not, honestly, Chris, though, it doesn't, it, it's interesting, but it doesn't have the drama and the excitement. I am chomping at the bit. I can't wait for tomorrow night. I'm wishing my life away, Chris, but I can't wait for tomorrow night when it comes back on again. Uh, yeah. Love Island, that is, and, and see where this goes because. Yeah, I, I think at the moment, this probably is the best season that I've seen. Oh, without a doubt. Can't wait, mate. Speak to you tomorrow. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>